Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where I get the opportunity to sit down and chat with people who have become friends of mine throughout my career, my life, and the journeys that I've been through. Today, I'm really happy to introduce Victoria Bacon to this conversation. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you, thank you. Lovely to see you. Um, so as I always do on these podcast recordings, I am going to introduce Victoria as I know her, so people understand how I see uh, the world that Victoria is in, and then I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself, Victoria. So. I met Victoria back in July during a mental health training course. Uh, seemed to have the privilege of talking to loads of people I've had the, <laughs> the, the joy to train. Um, and, and one of the things that came through was your, your passion for helping support this conversation of mental health. And I absolutely love that for anybody that is interested in those conversations. Um, and so we continued to talk after the sessions and you talked about what you were trying to do within your organisation, with your own personal expectations of, of mental health and the world of mental health. So you were an obvious choice for when it came to talking about this subject for the podcast recording. Um, I'll let you talk about your own experiences, of course, but you are based overseas, so you're not in the UK, um, although you, you've come from the UK originally, and, and I'll let you talk about that journey too. Um, but it's just great to have the opportunity to do this. So thank you. Welcome, Victoria. Over to you. Give your introduction. Okay, well, firstly, thank you so much for having me here today. Um, it's really lovely to have a chat with you. And as I always say, I always thoroughly enjoy our conversation. So I'm sure this, uh, this won't be any different. Um, also, thank you for, I guess, doing these podcasts, because from the way that I see it, and I know that you, as you mentioned, I'm very passionate about these conversations. Um, I think the more that people talk about it, um, you know, the more that people can realize that people of all walks of life um, are touched or, you know, have experienced mental health, um, you know, perhaps themselves or their families. Um, so it's great to be having these conversations. Um, so thank you, first off. Um, as Matt said, I'm Victoria Bacon. Um, I, so career-wise, I hate doing introductions on myself. Career-wise, um, I'm a global culture and um, recruitment manager for Silver Rail Technologies. Um, so my day-to-day -day is hope, hopefully helping people find a job that they love. Um, we spend so much time of our lives at work. Um, and I think it's really important to enjoy where you are, to love what you do. Um, you know, so I, I try to help make that fit. Um, and then the other side of my job is, is really taking care of the team and trying to make our company um, you know, and that's in everything from the well-being of the team, um, you know, talking about mental health, supporting people with their mental health, but also things like our benefits, um, the reason they want to work with us um, and, uh, you know, things like our corporate social responsibility. So how we give back to the community as a company and, and what we can do in that space as well. So um, that's me career-wise. Um, outside of my career, uh, I'm an avid crossfitter. That's probably one thing I would say, uh, avid crossfitter. I live in Italy, as Matt mentioned, I'm overseas. So I live in Italy, um, have been here for just over two years now, um, or just coming up to two years, sorry. And I've got a beautiful puppy, Bella. Um, that's probably it. I don't really know what else to say in terms of an introduction for me. So that's probably the best introduction I can do. <laughs> Well, that's that's your introduction, Victoria. It's you know, it's you. This is this is you. It's this always one of those awkward things. Like, what do yeah, you say about yeah. yourself when someone wants to speak to you about yourself? Yeah, it's like when you go around the room at a training and you say, right, it's yeah. going to come to you in a minute, and you're going to do this great introduction. Like, oh God! Oh God! Oh inspire God. us! Inspire <laughs> us! Um, but it's lovely to to see you and 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 so journeying. So so obviously you're overseas. A really bad sort of analogy there, but. Um, in terms of your mental health journey, I, you know, that's the big question that we always ask in these podcasts. Tell us a bit about your experience with mental health, Victoria. 
Yeah, so it's been quite a journey, uh, you know, from a very young age, I guess. Um, I don't remember a time that I wasn't anxious. Uh, I don't remember a time before being anxious. Um, so I think for the majority of my life, I've struggled with anxiety. Um, for many, many years, I just didn't really understand what was wrong with me. Um, you know, and I think, you know, going back 10, 12, 15 plus years, obviously from, from when I'm, old, you know, was old enough to really understand what I was feeling, sort of understand what I was feeling. Um, the conversations around anxiety and things like that wasn't really a thing. I feel like in the last 10 years, we kind of really made a leap in terms of talking more about it and understanding more about it. But at that point, I didn't know what was going on with me. Um, you know, I, something just wasn't right in my head. And I remember talking to ex-partners and family members and friends and things and sort of saying just something just doesn't feel right. Um, I remember using the analogy once that it felt like there was like a bug inside my brain, like eating away at my brain. Like I just didn't know what it was, but it was, it was just this catastrophizing. Um, yeah. I was terrified of everything I was thinking um, and being exhausted, like absolute exhaustion. Uh, and everyone that I spoke to about, you know, what I was worried about or stressing about or anxious about, they just thought, oh, well, just calm down. It's, you know, it's, it's just relax, let it go. Don't think about it. <laughs> and if anyone here has experienced anxiety before, it's, it's unfortunately, it's not something that you can do sometimes. Mm. You know, I, I remember saying many times, I just don't have the building blocks to be able to, um, you know, to get better. I don't know how to make it better. I don't know how to make it go away. And, you know, for many, many years, I didn't understand why I had anxiety for a very, very long time. Um, I've been on a lot of medication. I had um, uh, also done CBT. I'd done counseling. I'd done, met with psychiatrists. I've, I've done everything, everything you can imagine. Uh, you know, and I got better at times after those, but I never really healed it. I never really fixed it. Um, and um, I guess I kind of, you know, I've relapsed a few times where I'd, I'd get better and then I'd fall back into kind of like a depression and anxiety. Um, you know, and I had partners telling me, I, you know, I don't think I can stay with you. This is ex-partners. Um, yeah. like, I, I don't know if I can handle this. We, you know, we really broke down relationships and friendships and, you know, all sorts of things because I wasn't able to be the person that I am um, because it, at that time it took over me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad this has got a happy ending. Uh, I, I, a year ago or just over a year ago, I found an incredible lady, um, Emily Clark, um, she has a session called um, Love Your Anxiety. And she teaches you exactly that. She teaches you how to fall in love, well, fall in love, how to love your anxiety, but how to, how to not see it as a bad thing, you know, how to not see it as a negative thing and how to um, really embrace it um, and see it as it's trying to teach you a lesson, it's trying to protect you. So listen to that lesson, learn those triggers, learn where this is coming from. And I spent eight months on a course with her. Uh, she does like a four months course. And then I did a further four months with her. And um, she taught me to find, and I found out where it came from. I found out where my triggers were, what happened, what it, what it was and where it came from. And I learned lots and lots of tools. So I've got a tool belt full of tricks and all sorts of things that when I do get hit with anxiety, um, you know, which will happen, um, I'm equipped or better equipped to be able to deal with it. Um, and I feel like in this year, or in that, from that year when, when I had done the course, um, I've become a different person and I've really been able to, to sort of better understand it, handle it, um, 
and hopefully help others with it as well. And, uh, you know, I guess my journey now, and I guess what, what I really want to be able to do now is to help make a difference to other people. Um, you know, and anyone that's in spirit experiencing any kind of mental health illnesses or anxiety or, or you know, any just difficulty, um, just really to be able to make the world a bit of a better place and, you know, just have these conversations and support each other. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess having these conversations with, you know, with yourself, um, the stuff that I do within work. Um, and also I've, I've started a group. So obviously being in Italy, there's a lot of um, expats, lots of people from all over the world. Um, I've also recently launched a group called, uh, or there's a group called International Women's Group of Milan. And I've recently launched a support, a mental health support group within that community. So there's about 30, 30 odd people in the group chat. And then we do calls every other week. So I've got a call with them this evening where we just all come together and talk about how we're feeling and support each other. And yeah, so I guess it's just, you know, really what, you know, now I just feel pulled to try and do what I can to share my own experience, knowledge, great things that I've learned because not everything works for everyone. And I think that's a really big thing to, to understand because I think, there was quite a few times during my journey where I lost hope, you know, I was like, I'm just, this is, this is me. This is who I am. I'm never going to get better. Um, but actually there's, there is a way that everyone can get better. Um, you might just have to find it. You just have to search a little bit deeper and then maybe you can find it. Um, so yeah, wow. that's probably been my, my journey. <laughs> <laughs> probably been your journey is one. Probably been my journey, yeah. You know what? You're going to connect with so many people through that, through what you've just said in those few minutes that you've just talked about your, your experience of your life. And, and what I always like to remind everybody is, you own your own story. And when you take that ownership and that responsibility, you can do many things. You can do amazing things and, and we can all do that. And sometimes it takes challenges for us to learn about what's really important, what that looks like, how that works, how we can give back to support others. What I love, Victoria, is, is your, your awareness of things, your awareness now, your consciousness of, of, of when things are struggling or when you're starting to struggle when things are becoming a bit harder. Is, is you know, you said it, you've got a tool belt of resources or, you know, all these different things. And, and, and that's such a critical part of maintaining our mental health, right? That's what it's about. Of course, we want to improve it. We want to have the best version of mental health experience of life, positive thinking we can, but sometimes things are hard. So it's knowing when. That's really important. What I love also is your community aspect to that. We'll talk, we're going to break this all down, by the way. So <laughs> prepare yourself for this conversation. Is that community element and what you've done with the, you know, with helping other women or other people in, in a, you know, who might be feeling similar experiences, but not knowing who to talk to. And this is what this is all about is, is having a conversation. So let's talk about a couple of things in there that I really want to sort of delve into. Your survival kit, your you know recovery kit, whatever it is, what do you do? What is it that you, when you start to feel, and I guess there's a feeling that starts to come up or bubbling up, what do you do? Um, so I guess there's, there's two things that I'll go into. There's like my self-care side, mm -hmm. and then there's my what's going on side. Um, okay. And I think they're really, really important to do. Um, so I guess the first one is understand why it's coming up. Um, so normally, and this is what I've learned from the course that I did, normally anxiety can come down to one of three things. Um, I'm not good enough, I'm not safe, or I'm not lovable. It's normally one of those three things and you have to break it down to the core, but normally our anxiety comes from something like that. 
the one that I've always really struggled with is I'm not good enough. Um, you know, to be really open, that's that's the one that's my big my okay. my biggie. And um, whenever I feel anxiety building up, and it sounds like a really basic thing, but ask yourself why, and then ask yourself why and why and why and why, and keep asking yourself why until you get down to the root of it. Um, you can journal on it, you can write it or just do it in your head or do it out loud, whatever works best, but you'll be able to connect with like where it's coming from. Like, what is it that's triggered you? Why has that triggered you? And then you might actually be able to heal that, you know, because I think the thing is, is just putting a bandaid on it and just being like, okay, I'm feeling anxious right now. Okay. I'm going to go and do this, like my self-care, for example, to fix it will be great. And it will help you in the moment, but to actually heal your anxiety long-term, you need to be able to, um, understand why it's coming up like where does it stem from you know maybe something's happened in your childhood or your past or something something has happened that's caused you to get that anxiety in that moment um you know and once you understand your why it's much easier to be able to just think about it differently and be like okay but why why is that a big deal you know why 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 does that matter why would that make you not feel good enough um, you know, and actually be able to break it down and and think about things a little bit differently and work on healing that first. So that's that's the first big thing that I would I would say and something that I do. Um, you know, and I, I make sure I do when it comes up to understand where it's why I've been triggered and where it's come from. Yep. Um, the second thing is obviously the self care, and I think you know you said it a moment ago, Matt. You know, it's not about. Um, you don't just fix yourself once and then you're fixed forever. You know, mental health is a journey. Nice easy, it's, yeah. It would be wonderful. Wouldn't that be fantastic? I've done yeah. the work. It's done now. Um, and as I was saying, you know, I, I've done this course and I'm in a great place right now, but I don't know in a month, in six months, in a year, in five yeah. years, I might be in a different place and it will come up again. And I think what's important is, is keeping up your self-care and your well-being. Um, you know, recognizing your stress signals, and this comes from your course, Matt. <laughs> I, I, I was you. listening. Thank you. But, but understanding, <laughs> well <done>. <laughs> understanding your stress signals. So you know, yeah. when you know when you start to notice, okay, know what your stress signals are. I know I get really irritable and mm. a bit snappy. This is one of my things. Um, is being like, okay, when I see that coming up, I need to take a step back and and just. Um, you know, just be like, right, what do I need to do? I need to, I need to dip into my self-care, um, you know, and knowing what those things are for you. So for me, as I said, avid CrossFitter, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm trying to do a little bit more yoga and some more feminine energy things as well, because I found out a lot about masculine and feminine energy. Um, but, you know, trying to do, you know, I exercise six days a week, every single week and have done for the last two, three years. Um, so it's, it's a real, really ingrained into me. Um, I meditate um, every day, maybe have one or two days off, but I try to meditate for at least 10 minutes every day. Um, and my other big things is uh, phone use. Um, I think social media, the news, all that sort of thing can be such a big trigger for our mental health and our anxiety. Um, you know, and we're like a sponge in the morning. If you roll out of bed and the first thing you do is you pick up your phone and you know, you read something that might upset you, you might see something that might upset you, you might see a, I don't know, being a woman, body positivity image that, you know, that isn't, you know, and makes you feel yeah. shame on yourself. <laughs> it just might trigger you for the day and then it sets off your day with really bad energy. So I always make sure that I start my day with exercise, meditation, cuddle with the puppy, 
um, you know, something like that. And, and every day, and then, you know, an hour into my day, if I need to then pick up my phone and reply to a message or look on Facebook or something to say happy birthday to someone, I don't know what it might be, but yep. you know, just, just limit my usage. Same in the evening. Um, I don't use my phone for a certain time from basically from the evening onwards. Um, you know, uh, as soon as the evening hits, I try not to use my, my phone, especially for social media. So I think it's just having like some really clear things in place that works for you, um, yeah. you know, and just being mindful of at the end of the day, you control your own energy. Um, you know, you, you, are, you are in control of that. No one else can control that. And if you're able to start your day uh, with positive energy, with positive things that make you feel good, then that will help you have really good well-being and really, pos really good positive mental health. Um, you know, and that helps, that stops you from perhaps falling into some of those traps that we can do with mental health. Brilliant. And, you know, that routine sounds so suited to positive mental health as well. And, you know, limiting the amount of time and screen time and, mm -hmm. you know, social media as well. Of course, you know, this is going out on a on a podcast, which is also available on a social media channel, <laughs> which is like, you know, it's almost like that. Don't tell people not to go there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know, so, but, but, it's a but great thing to be purpose. connected, but it's yeah. just balance. It's oh, all about 100%. balance. Yeah. Mm. And that's it. And it's also what you're listening to. You know, this is not fake. This this is definitely not <laughs> fake. Right. This is us <laughs> talking candidly about the reality of the worlds that we're in. And, and you're doing exactly yeah. that by explaining your story. And that's why I always say you own your own story. That's not my story to tell. You tell it and you tell it so well. And and it, and it is that recognition. And, and, and hopefully these things connect with others where they think, you know what, maybe I do spend a little bit too much time on this or maybe I do. And, you know, and I'm just as bad as everybody, by the way, because I'm not I haven't got it all pinned down. I think, you know, I have to work hard on my mental health as much as everybody else. And, you know, my therapy is when I train people, as you know, Victoria, from, mm. you know, I share a lot in there and I, I use that as a forum and as a vehicle to 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 share and impart my experiences but I also use it as a bit of a therapy session to say this is what's happening and this is how how things are um so so I'm I, you know I, I love your self-awareness and and what's going on how you see it and how you work on it and it is a work in progress all of it is we can never you know even if we're striving for this thing called perfection we're never going to get there because we're never going to be satisfied you know and and it has to be that reminder of just keep doing what you're doing because it's good. Yeah. It's all good stuff. Yeah, we've got little targets and goals that we want to achieve. But I think also we shouldn't beat ourselves down too much if we're not getting there as quickly as yeah. we, we want to, you know. And it is this big, long journey, of course. And that's why this mental health journey is, you know, up until a year or so ago when you were, you know, then started to maybe need some more help, recognising those things. That community I want to go back to. So, so you created something. When did you create it? Was it? over the, the whole period of lockdown? Was it before? Yeah, so I think it was at the beginning of the first lockdown. So okay. whenever that was February, March, yeah. at the beginning yeah. of the year. You were a little um, bit ahead of, right? Yeah, I was just really conscious that, um, you know, I wasn't five minutes down the road from my family. Um, you know, I couldn't mm. get on a plane and get home to my family. And, um, and also being in Italy, it's quite difficult because everyone speaks Italian. So I'm not quite fluent yet. Um, you know, so you, you do feel a little bit more cut off, like everything's just a little bit harder. And mm. um, I was very aware that there's a lot of people, obviously a lot of international people within Italy, within Milan, which is obviously where I live, um, that may have been feeling the same kind of disconnect, you know, couldn't get home. The fear of well, what if something does happen to my family? What if I can't get there? 
Um, you know, what, what do we do then? And, you know, being around people that have got their family nearby, you know, I wanted to create, well, there was, a, as I said, there's a community international women's group at Milan that's already in place and it's been fantastic because it's a great knowledge sharing, you know, all sorts of things um, for international people. Um, but there was nothing in place with that group that kind of said, look, this is a safe space that you can come to if you're not feeling okay. Um, and uh, when this first lockdown started to go into place, probably what, maybe six, eight weeks ago now, yeah. um, I reached out on that group. There's about a thousand, I think it's about a thousand girls, I'm not sure if active, about a thousand people in that group. And I reached out and I said, hey, I'm thinking about creating a group so that if you need to talk, if you need support, um, everyone can kind of come together and we can talk about it. And I said, is anyone interested in it? And about 60, 70 people came back um, saying they were interested. We have a WhatsApp group for those that aren't on Facebook. Um, it's about 30, 40 people on there. Um, and we do a call every other Tuesday um, where we start with a guided meditation and then we just talk. Yeah. And it's, it's just as simple as a community of people that can come together and we can support each other and people that perhaps, especially now we're coming up to Christmas, are struggling with maybe not being able to get home to England or, well, I say England, anywhere around the world to be with their family because um, yeah. there's all sorts of international people in there. Um, it's just an extra level of support for them, um, you know, and it was just a community that we could um, just be there for each other, really. Great. And I, and I love that. And I really endorse that for anybody that's creating these sort of environments where there's connections with other humans, which is one of the biggest challenges with COVID, of course, was the whole, you know, everybody sort of going back to their own places, mm. staying at home and not being able to stay as connected to others. And I, and I think that's just brilliant and, and well done for being part of that community and helping drive that. So there's another community that you're very engaged with, which is your workplace um, and the work you're doing. And obviously when you came on the course, the training course with me, you were coming representing from the workplace, but also for your own um, sort of personal education and knowledge as well. But tell us what you've been doing. It's really interesting because I love to hear different companies approaches to, to wellbeing. Um, and you're very well suited to answer that question, I hope. <laughs> um yeah so obviously it's been a challenging year for a lot of people at work as well you know there's been a lot of a lot of changes um that have been happening and I guess our company at Silver Rail it's really important for us that we create a community where we're human first um Brilliant. and I think that's what's really really important is because you know we all have to work we all have to make money but at the end of the day you know if you're not feeling okay at work or wherever you are you know, we need to think about that first. And, um, you know, so we've been trying to do as much as we can to support people during this transition. Um, you know, obviously a lot of people are now, everyone's working from home. Um, a lot of people are homeschooling, um, potentially having to care for loved ones if they've not been well during this time, all sorts of things. So, you know, as a company, we've tried to be as flexible as we can with um, like working hours, with, you know, if you need to take time off, if you need to work part-time, if you need to, just, you know, whatever you need to do, do what you need to do, do, do you first, basically, um, you know, take care of yourself, take care of your family first, that, that has to come first and foremost. Um, so we've tried to be really, really flexible with that. Um, as well as that, we've done things like there's a thing called Donut, which we, we launched actually at the beginning of the year, which was quite fortunate, which is uh, for us, we use Slack as our chat community. Uh, or a chat, our chat tool and basically it's uh, it pairs people each month randomly okay. with people throughout the company and it's a really great way for people just to have conversations with people they perhaps wouldn't do normally across the company um, because a global company so it's quite a nice thing to do um, the other stuff that we've done is obviously um, 
yoga we've done we've done yoga stuff we did a hit training this morning um we uh have done um, i think what else we've done we've done all sorts of bits and pieces but um most importantly we also did um a talk with you on uh world mental health day we invited you into the office or into the office virtual, the office. virtual office yeah um yeah and you know yeah. we had you come and do a talk to the team which they loved um you know so many of them came away feeling so inspired um, after the talk that you gave. So thank you very much for doing that. Um, you know, and then since then, we've tried to keep the conversation going because we didn't want to just drop it mm. after World Mental Health Day. So um, I also did a presentation to the team last week on mental health awareness, um, you know, and, and again, on, on the fact that it's okay to have these conversations and it's also okay to have a mental health sick day, you know, say mental health sick day. We call it that because if you call it a sick day, everyone thinks it's just going to be a cold or a cough. Yeah. Um, we just told our team that, you know, it's okay if you need to take a day off for, uh, for your mental health, you don't have to tell us, but that's what it's for, but don't feel that you, you need to just keep burn, you know, working until you burn yourself out. You know, we need people to take the time that they need right now. Um, you know, because it's important that we do that. Um, so, so yeah, I, you know, and, and I'm really proud to work for a company where I can talk about this um, because back 10, 12, however many years ago it was when I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. And the doctor said to me, don't put this on your formal record because if you do, um, you know, I, he said, I don't want to because then you have to disclose it when you start working at a company and, and they might not hire you if they know you've got a mental health illness. Yeah. And it's shocking, you know, that, yeah. that I was told that and the doctors were telling people that, but it's great that I think that now companies are becoming much more aware of mental health, um, you know, and, and are allowing these, you know, not allowing, but are having these conversations, which yeah. is, is fantastic. Well, when there's so many people that have mental illnesses, it needs to happen, right? We can't keep hiding behind this shroud of sort of, you know, secrecy. It's not like a, it shouldn't be a secret society of one, no. you know, that's how it feels to the person that's struggling is. is, I can't talk about it. I can't tell anybody for shame, for vulnerability, for all these things that are going, what I love for anybody that talks openly about their experiences is that, is that understanding of how I can use that to help others you know, through the work you do in your role within the organisation, you're using these experiences to not say it's all bad, doom and gloom, but as a positive reflection of we can support each other, we can talk about it. And when we talk about it and we support each other, hey, we're going to be in a safer space. And humans first is my biggest thing. You know, it's mm. I'm 24 hour human. I'm a human before I'm anything else. Try not to, you know, you're never going to take that away from me. You can take away my job, my role and all these things. You can't take away the fact that I'm just a normal human being so I love that first statement of mm. you know this humans first in whatever we do because you know what we've all been through a real ringer this year when it comes to mm. the challenges with our relationships with others and I don't mean in a, in a bad way of you know not having the support but just because we haven't been able to do all the things that we prepared and planned I saw a friend of mine um, I think just yesterday say she just torn up her calendar for 2020 because every event that was on there got cancelled <laughs> it's uh. like I don't see the point in having it well obviously no. we're, we're nearly the end of it anyway it's just imagine like, what we do on new New Year's Eve it's going to be Let's one hell of a party right uh, <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I hope so I hope uh, so I hope it, so it's, it's fascinating I love I love this journey that we you know I say that all the time I love this I love that and I do genuinely mean that and I think what I find fascinating is this journey of experience that you've been through right to now you know this point so how are you feeling right now Victoria how you know not about being on this podcast recording <laughs> but, but how are you feeling at the moment about things 
really good really really good um you know I feel I feel great you know I feel a bit homesick I miss my family and I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing them in the near future but other than that I feel great um you know this has been a tough year and um you know I think we all need to take a a second just to you know take a deep breath on that because it's it's been it has been a really tough year and I think you know it's okay to recognize that but I kind of hope that, you know, if one good thing can come from all of this is that people will reflect on how they're living, you know, and, and reflect on how they've been living and how they want to live in the future. And, um, you know, I feel like mental health has really become a very prominent subject this year, which in some ways is fantastic because, you know, it's heartbreaking that perhaps more people have experienced mental health because of this year. But it's great that conversations are finally really happening because it means that maybe this can be accepted now. You know, as you were saying, you wouldn't say if someone had broken their leg, you wouldn't say, oh, get up. Um, you know, you would, you some would people, take care some of people them. Would, you know? Some people would, though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the problem. Maybe, yeah, maybe. yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. You know, but I think it, I think, I think the world needs a little bit more kindness and, and yeah. a little bit more... Um, just coming out of autopilot as well you know I feel like we get so busy I know you how much you love that word busy Stop. but we get so busy in that we yeah. I know it's, it's cut off that we you know we we need to switch off the autopilot um yeah. you know we need to become present right now and experience all the beauty that we have around us because we do you know I mean how often do you look outside in nature and and actually not look yeah. You know, you go into autopilot and you don't remember the walk to the shop or whatever it was that you right. did. You know, what about if we just took in the colours and took in the experience and the smells and the wind on our face? And I know it sounds a little bit lame, but, <laughs> you know, it'd be nice if we could all just start living a little bit more. And, um, you know, I think that's one of my things that I've reflected on want to take moving forward is yeah. I want to live more vividly uh, and more presently. Brilliant. And that will also help with mental health. And you know, all you need to do, Victoria, is turn around because you're in a winter wonderland right now. You know, oh, I know. I know. There, actually, you know. it will be tomorrow. We're off to the mountains. So oh, it beautiful! Will be wonderful. Oh, get sounds, it. sounds horrendous. Yeah, sounds horrendous. But you know, Terrible. right now you've got some Christmas, <laughs> Christmas decks going on behind you. you know, like you're in a winter wonderland. Um, so we are coming right to the end now, and, and you know, it's it's been lovely to hear from you, to talk to you, to hear more about your story, and I knew parts of it, and and there's parts you've educated me on as well, which I think is great. That's why I'm so lucky to be able to do these because <laughs> I get I just get to chat to people for half an hour or so um so thank you from me to you to say thank you um any final parting words you want to share Victoria um parting ways um okay so one thing I would say is that uh personally I don't think that there's anything scarier than being trapped in your own head I think mm. that could be one of the scariest things in the world and I want people to know that you're not alone it's okay to not be okay, but you have support around you, you have people around you that love you and you don't have to be on your own and you're not, you know, you're not, you're not on your own. Um, so I think, you know, my final thoughts is we need to, we need to keep having these conversations. We need to keep doing this, um, you know, and it's okay to not be okay. You know, we all go through ups and downs and, um, you know, if we're all together and we stick through it together, then it doesn't have to be such a scary place. Um, Brilliant. So, that will be my final words. Thank you for having me today. Hey, no really worries. It. No, absolutely. <laughs> I've, 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 I've enjoyed every minute of it as well. And, and as I always say, thank you so much, Victoria, for your time, for giving me this hour to, to spend with you to talk about this and you know, the pre-time and now this, this recording. I hope people really find this useful. They're 
as I always say, if somebody finds something useful in each recording, you know, that we're doing a good job and we're helping one person, then that's a great achievement in itself. Also, as I always say in these recordings, if you are struggling and if you do need extra help and support, know that somebody is always available. You know, reach out to me. You're more than welcome to. If anybody's listening to this and knows me, feel free to reach out. Um, but there are organisations out there that are here to support. Samaritans, of course, is an organisation that's available 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. So feel free to get in touch. If you're worried about anything, the number is 116123. And please do know there's always somebody there to talk to. I just want to sort of emphasise that, especially at this time of year where things are getting hard for lots of people for lots of different reasons. Some of us feel really good about where we are. Some of us are really struggling with where we are. So, so let's just keep the conversation going. For anybody that can see it on the screen, you know, we need to talk about mental health. It's my biggest <laughs> line, you know, in terms of that's what this is about. It's about talking about mental health. Um, and that's it. So brilliant stuff. Thanks so much, Victoria. I wish you a wonderful Christmas festive period season. And let's look forward to 2021. Yes, gonna let's. Be. It's going to be a good one. It's going it to be a good be. one. We're going to all make it. Christmas as well <laughs> oh, thank you we'll do and we're all going to make it a wonderful uh, fun, wonderful 2021 let's do that yes, um, let's so do brilliant it. lovely to see you i'll speak to you soon take care bye-bye